so Terry, thank you so much for letting me interview you. Um, as you know, it's about business mavericks, so I'm just going to ask you a set of questions. The idea is just chill and say what comes into your head. Okay. So, why do you want to do this interview? You seem to be an interesting person from a distance. Okay. Now I'm going to get to know you a little bit better. Um, I like the name Mavericks. Okay. Uh, I like what you've described as okay. to what you're doing. Okay. Uh, and um, thrilled to have been asked okay. to be part of it. So, first question How would you define a Maverick? Um, a, from a business perspective, mm, yes. um, someone who is still a little bit wild and crazy, mm -hmm. and is willing to do things that are different. Okay. Um, yet still play in the in the right. Uh, yet still play in the same. Um, stable. Okay. As okay. the as the other horses. Thank you. Why do you think you're a maverick? Because you're asking me to interview me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. No. And no, also, no, you were no, recommended. No, no. Yes, and I and I'm I'm playing with that. Okay. Um, I actually think that we that I do things that are not conventional. Okay. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. Okay. So, in that's and and um, and I think about things in a uh, non-conventional way. Okay. Uh, and yet, you know, still have to live inside conventions. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's can sometimes be the challenge. Yeah. Okay. The London School of Economics developed a Maverickism scale. I'm going to give you seven statements. You just need to say true, false. Can't decide. For myself. Yeah, for yourself. Okay. okay. People tell me that I'm a maverick. Or words to that effect. Uh, true. I have a knack for getting things right when least expected. Uh, did truer. Truer, okay. Yeah. There's a there's a maverick answer for okay. you. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm learning so that you're, one you're, fast. You're, you're going to get answers that don't fit. Yeah. Um, the biggest challenge with this <laughs> whole project was I decided to interview mavericks and then try to put them into boxes, and it was it was it's been yeah. uh, interesting. I, in fact, I just went to a restaurant tasting, mm -hmm. and uh, they had uh, they wanted us to taste the food and then rate it, mm. and they gave us. Um, Five boxes. Okay. Okay, love it, hate it, yeah, and yeah. then in between. Between, yeah. Uh, almost on every one, I actually created a new box. Box, okay. And checked it off. Okay, right. Brilliant <laughs> so, so, example. So, so, got a problem already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a way of solving problems which is different from other people. Generally true. I'm much more productive than other people. Mm. No. I have very unusual talents. 
kind of want to click on the word unusual mm. and see where that goes. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to say it's probably true. Okay. I'm generally underestimated by people. No. I do things differently and better than most people when I work. Mm. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay. So why do you do things differently, Terry? Why? Mm. Um, uh, I don't do them differently on purpose. Right. I do them differently than most people because I'm thinking about the issue differently. Okay. And often from a different perspective. Um, and, and so that naturally can end up with different ways of doing things. Okay. Can you give me an example of what you do differently and how? Okay. Um, we had a we had a coffee bar on the Sunshine Coast, and in the old days, we would give the people um, a card, mm -hmm. and if they had ten coffees, yeah, they get a free one. Yeah. Um, these two guys would come in at 5 o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. uh, and they would come in and sometimes they'd forget their card and sometimes they'd say, hey, you mm -hmm. missed one. And one of our staff, who was quite rules-oriented mm -hmm. at the time, was getting frustrated with that because mm -hmm. she felt that they were working yeah. the system and she didn't want them to be working the system. So she said, what should I do? This is a problem. So I thought about it a little bit. And I said, okay, for these two guys, this is what I want you to do. Tomorrow, when they, and, I, and you need to do it this way. Mm. Tomorrow, when they come in, um, you take their, take their cards and tell them that we've designed a new system just for you. And then look at them. And while you're looking at them, rip up both of their cards mm. and throw them in the garbage. And say, starting today... Uh, Whenever you think you've hit 10, mm -hmm. you let me know and you get your free coffee. Okay. And so that we have a nice fair start, today's your free day. Okay. Um, and she did that and they were blown away. And I don't know, I don't have the stats on these guys, but I can guess that they would have never ripped us off. Yeah. The, in fact, they would have probably over-policed themselves so. yeah. because we gave them, uh, you know, we exposed yeah. our wrists and said, yeah. here, cut it if you want. Yeah. But we're trusting you're not going to. Yeah. So when you handed it to them, they're going to, we think that most people will actually um, do something good and be good stewards of it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, I mean, and it was fun. And no doubt it generated good story. Do you know, I think that's a lovely example. Oh. I'm really, I'm going to remember that one. Oh. It's actually, a number of the things that, you know, that, yeah. that, that I've done has been giving mm. things back like that to people yeah. or giving them full trust. Okay. You know, I lost my gift card. Okay. Uh, oh. Uh, give a receipt for it or anything. We'll ask those questions. Yeah. No. How much was on it? Well, I bought $50 three days ago. 
Uh, and have you used it since then? Yeah, but I don't know for how much. I don't know where it is. Okay, all right. So we'll make him another card, which we don't have to do, mm-hmm. for the full 50. Mm-hmm. Right. And hand it to them and say, if you ever find your other card, can you, do you mind bringing it in? This card's got the full 50 on it. And again, it's kind of like one of those, yeah, because yeah. I'm in customer service. So. Yeah, exactly. So that's where, so so the normal, you know, the other orientation to that is don't trust people, yeah. everyone's out to rip you off, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, you know, there might be markets where that happens. Yeah. I've just been lucky so far. Yeah. True. And I haven't been in those markets. Okay. Does doing things differently require certain skills? I think you're already displaying them, but if so, what are they? Um, uh, Discernment. Discernment, okay. Um, Well, it depends on the scenario. Mm. Doing things differently, like as in with particular customers, Mm. or, uh, or broadly even just thinking about how you would want to be treated. Exactly. And then and then actually taking that and making it even better. Mm. Like even better. Yeah. And hopefully you want to be treated well. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise it wouldn't work. But uh, discernment, um, you know, willingness to risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and the... I don't like the word stubbornness, but but the stubbornness to see it through. And what I mean by that is not as people are upset, but Mm. the stubbornness to see it through even as it hurts. Yes. So example, um, when I've talked to people about opening a coffee bar and what it takes, Mm. um, some of the things I'll tell them, okay, you've got to, you know, brew coffee and Mm. within, you know, 17 minutes, if it's not sold, throw it away. Okay. And you have to do that constantly. Yeah. And for the first year and a half, you might throw out more coffee than, yes. you, than you sold. And if at any time you change your mind or play with it and not throw it out this time, then you've trampled all the other times that you did do it yes. right. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and you've got to zero. Okay. Y- yeah. You opened up, you need to overstaff. Yeah. Because when the first big line comes, yeah. that it, yeah. it's those kind of things. Yeah. So, so there's a... So I don't know if it's a skill as much as it's a set of ways of thinking. Okay. okay. Um, I mean, definitely discernment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What are the challenges to being a maverick? Well, when you're the CEO mm-hmm. or president, um, I mean, there are challenges, but they're lesser than if you're a maverick inside. Yes. Uh, there's still, uh, there's still, um, it's a little bit of a, well, it's getting people to walk with you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, particularly since decisions are often made uh, instinctually. Yes. Like, uh, we took a space. As soon as it was available, I said, we're taking the space. Yeah. And it's like, well, what are we going to do with it? What's it going to cost? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it, but we need this space. Yeah. Like it's, it. We're going to take it, and even if it doesn't work, I will fund it personally. Yeah. Until we decide that it can work. Yeah. Okay. 
okay. and then you're, I'm going to be reimbursed for that. Yeah, I think so it's we, interesting. we just did one of those. I think it's interesting because one of the things I've been learning is that people, you know, they have the idea. It doesn't matter if they haven't figured out the solution. You know, I, I have no idea where this is going. I just know I'm going. Yeah, well, and, 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 I, and, I, and I know it's it's the right direction yeah, to go. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, I know it's the right direction, direction. to go. So the rest will, as far as yeah. I'm concerned, the logistics will work themselves out when they're ready to be worked out. Yeah, a so. bike going really fast yeah. is easier to control than one mile an exactly. hour. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Are you born or bred a maverick, do you think? think there's some things that are there at the mm -hmm. beginning mm -hmm. and they're encouraged and developed maybe or not because okay. I'm trying to think of my own journey yeah um, I mean this is going to sound ridiculous but um, I reinvented supermarkets from scratch right in school without realizing I was doing that. Yeah. And and then I realized, oh, that's that, well, I've just described a supermarket. Right. Like, okay. like, because I was thinking of, yeah. you know, everyone has to buy this calculator. Hmm, I'm going to go and buy these calculators at a better price and then resell them to all my fellow students. Right. That was the easy. Yeah, yeah. And then it was, you know, I wonder, I bet there's other things that students would want yeah. that I could supply. Someone should set up like, you know, like a building and have like, you know, student food and this and that. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, right? And then open it up to the public and have everyone go there. And have, it's a supermarket. Yeah. Right? Or a department store. Like it was nothing new. Yeah. But, but it was at that moment innocently and without consciousness, at least consciousness. Yeah, yeah. Obviously it was subconscious. Yeah. I recreated something that was large and already existed. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that was kind of cool. Like yeah. how that kind of happened. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, that could easily happen in another area too. Of course, of course. Right? And that's just, you know, one, you know, one little thing encourages it's really, another. It's really funny because obviously I'm asking you the interviews, but it's hard yeah. for me to remember the things I want to say to you. So I'm telling yeah. you as we go along. Yeah. I had the same thing. I was thinking of doing a TED talk and I wrote out a TED talk, mapped it all out. And the first question on the application was, has anything like this been done? And I mapped and I thought, oh, I better have a look. And it turned out to be one of the best-selling TED talks ever and it was written to a book. Oh. That was sort of ka in my yeah. head. Okay. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Then I started to do this idea for this project and I started looking at and when I started to do the literature search, I realised that the only piece of work anywhere near this year was um, um, run by the two editors of Fast Company who had gone into different businesses and watched how they work, okay? But what the, I think the penny dropping for me was that it wasn't... I didn't think, shit, it's already been done. What I thought was... 
How the hell am I thinking at that level? This is somebody who's been working in the business field from God knows what day, has open access to going to all these companies, and I'm doing this as an ex-children's nurse sitting in my study. And I think that's when the light bulb went on that I realised what my potential could be right. if I was thinking at that level. Right. And what I realised was, I just have to think of an idea that somebody hasn't done yet. Right. I just need to get right. push a bit further and see if I can come up with something that's not there. Well, and if you keep doing it, you will. Exactly. Because it's a it's a it's a beautiful accident it's, waiting to happen. It, well, this is in the bag now anyway. Yeah. So, okay. Do you think your childhood in any way impacted on you being a maverick? Uh yes. In what way? Um Well, the things that, you know, I'm not actually as happy about now that impressed me mm -hmm. was um, uh, Peter C. Newman's series, The Establishment. I, I watched it. Was, it, was, it was all on um, the wealthiest entrepreneurs. Right, okay. Uh, and it was a big series. And, I, I, you know, I was in high school. Right. Maybe even younger when I was watching those fascinated by these men and women, actually most of them were men at the time, that were accomplishing these awesome things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, and, um, yeah, I guess not so much childhood mm -hmm. as in, you know, getting into a fight on the school field, yeah. which I didn't do, yeah. um, but more like what I was watching Gee, and reading okay. so the things and that were influencing me right. at that era. I decided when I was quite young that I wanted to be the wealthiest person on earth. Okay, um, nice. Yeah, Why not? yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then as time went by, that slowly changed. And it didn't really change, I think, because I was getting older and that was unlikely to happen. Mm -hmm. But I continued to edit like, hmm, the cost of being the wealthiest on earth. Yeah. I have a feeling that I'm not going to like yeah. what I've become in order yeah. to do that. Now... Having said that, I don't know. I'm not there, never been there. So it's kind of a blanket, yeah. you know, cliche cartoon image that super wealthy people are not nice people. Yes, I don't want uh, to be nice. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't think so. Yeah. But as time progressed, um, I kind of saw there was more things that were important than, than wealth. Yes. I mean, that changed to, you know, a few billion then to a few hundred million, then to having enough to be comfortable with yeah. the things that I'm interested okay. in. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Were your parents mavericks? My dad was. Your dad definitely was. Uh, definitely. Yeah. No, I love the yeah. way you just said yeah. that. Yeah. What was maverick about him? Um, everything was outside the box. I, I mean, he, you know, he was a... He was the traveler in the family. Yeah. He was the one that came to Canada first. Right. Even though he was not the oldest. Yeah. And he drew everyone. Right. And they landed in Montreal. He pulled everyone to Toronto. Yeah. He got everyone into trucking. When trucking didn't work in Toronto, instead of staying and being freaked out about it, mm. he went to Vancouver because he heard that things were good there. Okay. And they were. Yeah. 
and he got into that, and he brought them, you know, they yeah, eventually yeah, came yeah. followed him there. Then he got into welding while doing trucking at the same time, yeah. because he could do that. Then he got into the restaurant business. Um, then he started, you know, real estate. I mean, when I'm saying Maverick, it's, it's, um, he was an entrepreneur. Yeah, but and I can I'm see how he would two. be influencing yeah. you all this time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still, today, I'll still say, you know, what would, what would dad think about this property? If right. I'm, look, if I'm looking at something and kind of put myself into that mode, how would he think about this? Because wow. he had a really good eye for that kind of stuff. Okay, okay. And um, you obviously have, whether it's inherited or whatever, you've got that about you. Thank you. Um, we said Mavericks often have unusual talents. What would you say yours are? I've got a good sense of what they are. I'm just trying to figure yeah, out how yeah, to answer okay. the question. Okay. Yeah. Um, my strengths are in the area of um, discernment. which is a spiritual thing as well. But anyway, discernment. Um, and um, being able to see the likely outcome mm -hmm. of a course of actions mm -hmm. into the future. Uh, and being able to put the big picture together really okay. well. Okay. Like, not just for this week or this month, but looking down mm -hmm. the road and seeing where this takes us. Mm. Um, those are probably the two okay. biggest ones. The okay. sermon around people, uh, particularly about people. Mm. Uh, and then the other thing. Okay. How would you describe your energy as a maverick? What, um, let me click on the word energy. Mm. Are you high energy? Are you always full of, wow, get up oh, this yeah. morning, now oh, I'm going to okay. do this yes. kind of thing? Okay, I'm high energy, but not in the active mm. high energy way. Like mm. like my metabolism is not, mm. you know, yeah. uh, uh, a squirrel Yeah. that's yeah, moving yeah. 100 miles an hour. But when I get into something, yeah. like I'm an evangelist, right? hardcore. Okay. Uh, if we start talking about things I'm into, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, when we yeah. are not... You can see it in my eyes. Yeah, okay. Like, everything becomes animated. Okay. Uh, like, when I start describing food, people feel like they're eating it. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's that passion. So super high energy, actually super high passion. Right. About stuff. Okay. And Yeah. Like, I get very engaged and engaging. Yeah. And and things just start to flow. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm a... I'm a in uh, start talking, engage brain after guy. Yes. I'll just start talking. And then it'll come. And then it'll all start coming yeah. together. And then after a while, it's like, wow, where did that come from? I'm with you. Yeah. I'm totally with you on that. Yeah. How do you see rules? Pardon me? How do you see rules? Rules? Rules. R-U-L-E-S. Oh, rules. Yeah. Oh, they're fantastic. 
Okay, fantastic in what way? Oh, for other people. <laughs> and, and they keep other people in line yeah. so that I can maneuver around them. Excellent. I love rules. I love the yeah. way you've said yeah. that. Yeah, rules are excellent for everybody else. And they're very useful for me. Okay. Now, now, I, that was, you know, my most arrogant answer. No, the thing uh, is, in this interview, right, I, how I said it, how I mentally see it is that it's almost like, if you forget the fact that I'm Billy doing this project and God Almighty's mm. asking you these questions, you don't mm. have to, but some people are, oh, I can't say that because that'll make me seem arrogant. And my mm. philosophy on arrogance is quite simple. Would you like to hear it? Sure. It's only arrogance if you can't deliver. Right. James Bond, well, this is how, this is how I've got it in my head, yeah. James Bond walks into a room, yeah. yeah. Um, everybody knows he struts in. He's arrogant, yeah. No, yeah. he's not, because everybody knows he's going to save the world, right? And buys it every time, yeah. Right. So yeah. somebody a long time ago said to me, we were having dinner, and they said, you know what? Sometimes you're so big-headed and arrogant. He says. But it's only arrogance if you don't deliver. He goes, and you deliver every time. Right, right. And, so, and you know that, you know you have some sentences that stick. Yes. And I, th I don't think when I'm interviewing people, I don't think it's arrogance. They're just being brutally honest about who mm -hmm. they are and how they yeah. choose to be in the world. Yeah, no, rules are, they're a great yeah. base. Yeah. They help you learn, understand what the field is. Yes. But that's all, that's it. Yeah. And the fact that most people adhere to them is an advantage to those who don't. That's now, now, yeah. now that can be, you know, traffic rules. Yeah. Would be a problem. Yeah. yeah. Everybody stops at a red. Yeah. I don't. Not cool. Oh, not cool. And I yeah. do stop at a red. Yeah. But yeah, no, no rules are rules are there to as a because we need them. Yeah. Awesome. I'm just um, going to check. We're still recording because I hate this not to be yeah. working. And, okay. And, and we can adjust off them beautifully. Definitely. I love that. It's like going on from a tangent. Okay. Have you always taken a maverick approach to business or was there a particular trigger that you said, from now on, I'm no, doing no, it? No, it's been always, um, it, certainly, you know, with however we're defining maverick right mm -hmm. now, it's always been that way. Okay. Are you always a maverick or do you choose to be so at times? And why? How big is that, like, how finite is that question? Like, I mean, will I stand in line at a restaurant? Because it could be anything. If it's awesome, or, or will I try to work it? And yeah. I know, and I know that, yeah, yeah. that that's not necessarily what you're talking yeah. about. But I mean, generally speaking, yeah. always a maverick. Okay. Generally speaking, there are times where, you know, it's not, again, the way I see it. You know, the the maverick is um, not necessarily working things to be working them. Yeah, yeah. But it's just kind of natural. Yeah. To work things. Okay. okay. Um, so, what was the question? Are you always a maverick, or do you choose to be sometimes? Uh, no, it's more like I choose not to be. Okay. So, uh, give choose... me an example when you choose not to be there. Well, I don't even know if this is a good example of it, but I'll... I'll... 
we don't advertise at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's word of mouth. We mm-hmm. use social media. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we we won we won a couple of awards okay. that were pretty prestigious mm-hmm. from publications, and in the past we haven't even taken an ad in the one that they were going to print that we won in because we kind of felt well one we I mean, we don't market why are we going to change what yeah. we do uh, but but then but then I started thinking about it this time and I thought you know what the ad has zero value like zero mm, yeah. value um, everybody does it so non-maverick However, these guys actually put on a serious event. And it's actually a valuable thing to be number one in a category Mm. in a major publication. Mm. And there's no way... Yes, our existence allows them to have something to write about and sell more books or more magazines. But... Their existence allows us to, you know, lets people read about us and yeah. know that we're number one. Yeah. Um, so let's honor that. Yeah. And buy an ad that just says thank you to the people that voted. Yeah. Or just, just says thank yeah. you. Um, because it costs them something to put on the event. We're not going to market normally. So normally... We wouldn't have done anything, mm. but we did something I'm going to say is, well, I'm going to say it's actually smart, mm. wise. Yeah, but, and sometimes, but sometimes the smart choices it, may be the non-maverick yeah, choice. Uh, right, and so there's an example. Yeah, no, that's a really, that's a really yeah. pertinent yeah. example. Do you turn the dial up and down on your maverickism level? Yes. So give me an example of that, if you can. Um, an example. I'll tell you where this came yeah. from. Somebody yeah. said, yeah. Um, I'm always a maverick, yeah. but I turn the dial up and down. And that's where that question came from. Yeah, I mean, I tend to, if I'm in a room, when I'm in a room with a bunch of people and we're talking about something, and if I've, I tend to be an equalizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, with kind of almost whatever it takes. I mean, so, well, I, I, I mean, unless I'm equalizer. unless I'm fighting for a position, right? If there's a huge imbalance, and I don't think that the imbalance is, you know, going to achieve mm. something, I'll take the other side. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and and I'll you know, I'll turn that up as much as necessary. Okay. Okay. To get the thing done, or if I'm trying to. Uh, help our leadership team mm. with something and get it mm. then you know everything will be on full okay. jet full okay. jet uh, to exaggerate it to break through whatever it needs to break through in yeah. them to get it even back down to neutral yeah. or to get it back down yeah. to making a difference okay okay um, and is this you're turning out now I'm assuming well I won't, Conscious or unconscious decision? Uh, conscious. Okay. What are the advantages and disadvantages of being a business maverick then? Well, the advantages, um, 
I mean, if you're executing well, you're um, you're not necessarily one of a kind, mm -hmm. but you're definitely in a small circle. Um, and the assumption is that it's a good circle, mm -hmm. and you're doing well in it, and people appreciate what's okay. going on there. Okay. I guess I'm assuming it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, disadvantages. Um, I haven't had a chance as an adult to experience significant... Well, oh, no, wait a minute. Um, well, there's a risk. There's risk. Yeah. And there's more risk. I, well, actually, no. You know what? I don't even believe that. Okay. So why am I... Uh, and it's not that I was going to say it just no, to say it. No, no, no. It's just that you as don't I, come across I, as, as somebody yeah, say something. As I'm thinking about it now, I don't even. What I was going to say is yeah. there's more risk to being a business maverick. But no, actually, there's more risk in not being a maverick and just being one of the the many. Yes. Yes. Um, that's risky. Yes. And um, uh, so, an example of this, we opened a store completely focused on excellence in one particular product area. Okay. And and that's it. That's what we're about. Mm. Everything you hear about us is going to be about that. Mm -hmm. We didn't also do this, 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 mm -hmm. and this, which are safe things to do, but they diminish your focus and power in one particular area. Mm. So high risk, if you don't make it in that area, Boy, are you dead. Yeah, well, you're screwed. Because you? that's all you're about. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, but if you do make it... Whoa. Rock star. Yeah, definitely. Right? right? So so I'd rather, you know, be focused that way or fail. Yeah, I mean, not I, being I, funny. If, if life has two choices, rock star and failure, I'd, I'd gamble there. I'd go oh, there. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, or three. Rock star, failure, or muddle in the middle. Mm. Like like I do not want to muddle it. No, I don't want to, can you right? see how the look yeah. on our faces? Are like, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? That's, okay, that's okay. Uh, that is failure. Yeah, failure is failure to me is not even giving it a go. Um, has Asian experience altered your maverick approach? I thought you said Asian. <laughs> yeah, has Asian experience. Um, Asian experience. Um. Yes. Um, how? I mean, the more experience you get, mm -hmm. the theoretically bigger risks you can take, mm -hmm. but often you don't take, depending mm -hmm. on what it is you're trying to protect. But um, you get uh, you get more confident about taking a risk or working, rolling with a hunch, because the last seven hunches worked. Yes. Experience. Yes. Has shown me that 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 the you know the maverickness yeah. is generally speaking correct. Yeah. Uh, I, I you know I tend to capture ground. Mm -hmm. My my biggest weakness is uh, that it needs to be back and filled behind me. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I can I can see that. Yeah. Uh, I think you've answered the next question actually. My next question was how have you grown as a maverick? But I think that okay. story was a really really good example of right. how you've grown. Um, what aspects of your business are you most maverick in? Uh, anything involving uh, customer relations. Okay. We're we're over the top. Okay. And not just like, oh, great service, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, um, from the examples from, from you've the given. From the examples, yeah. yeah, from those kind of things. Okay. It's like, it's like, you know, the operative word is grace. So unmerited favor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to people. Yeah. Uh, and customers are, you know, 95% of the time they're wrong. Mm -hmm. They're not always right. They're mostly wrong. So what? They're still your customers. Yes, and we need to work with that. And, but let's not lie to ourselves. They're mostly wrong. Um, sometimes they're right, but most of the time they're not. They don't know what else is going on. The dynamics. They don't are, have the context, do yeah, they? Yeah, they only yeah. have their context. Yeah. So um, we're most. I'm most maverick in anything involving uh, customer relationships. Okay. And in. Uh, in taking operational and philosophical vision risks. Okay. So we're going to be all about this, or we're going to go in and we're we're not going to, you know, we're going to open a stand-up bar. I love that yeah. idea. Yeah. Okay. What aspects of your business are you least maverick in? Well, anything that's administrative. Yeah. That comes up a lot. I mean, we're, you know, we do things the conventional, yeah. correct way. way. What aspects of your life are you most maverick in, Terry? Everything I'm into. Okay. Okay. Um, so. What are you into? I'm uh, into cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm into eating. Um, I was a pastor chaplain for seven years. Um, that was a maverick move to begin with, mm -hmm. right in the middle of our, like when I was 40. So some of the biggest earning years, we became missionaries in a sense, okay. raising funds from people yeah. uh, who were supporting our work. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, whatever I'm into, there's a, there's a, there's an intensity okay. and a non, and a standardness, mm -hmm. but also a big non-standardness. Okay. You know, I got into cameras a year ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I bought and sold 35. Okay. Uh, and I know. A ton of people in Vancouver who yeah. are into cameras. Yeah, we, we there's a network of people that yeah. hang out at Revolver. They're into cameras. Yeah, I know. You know, it, there's just yeah, it's not synergy. Normal. Isn't it's it? not normal. Yeah, right. Like there's whatever it is. It's it's kind of deep, mm. deep into it. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't know if that. Yeah, that does yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, what aspects of your life are you least maverick in?
the money. Yeah, again, it's back to the administrative stuff. Okay. Which is not good in this case. Yeah. Personal health. Uh, again, I'm equating Maverick with something really good. Yeah. And non-Maverick with something normal. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I get and, it. And boring. Yeah. That that that's kind of the polarization that yes. we're doing yeah. in our discussion, even though that might not be completely, you know, correct. Yeah. Well, different that, people, different Mavericks see it differently. That's how I'm thinking yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay. So that that's the filtration I'm using. Okay. How do you balance being a Maverick with home life? Not that well. Um, okay. I bring maverickness mm. into everything yeah. that I'm into, and there's no real separation, and that can be stressful. For, um, it can be entertaining. Yeah. But it can also be stressful, particularly yeah. for my wife. Yeah, I I found yeah. that that for some people, um, it's kind of like. Well, I'm the same everywhere I am. Yeah. But for some people, they're like, oh, I'll leave that in the office. Cause yeah, home, see, and see, they, and they, then they struggle. Oh, I interviewed somebody yesterday. He was like, you know, like when I'm with my girlfriend, uh, I'm kind of like, I really, really, really want to go and do this. But I have to hold rein that back in and say, I need to just be with my girlfriend now. And she just doesn't want anything chaotic. Or, yeah, I mean, in that sense, you know, I'll try to conform to that. Yeah. But it's one life. Yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully when you see me, you know, in the in our yeah. stores or when you see me on the street. Yeah. Or here or there, I'm like the same yeah. person. I get that. And and I and I don't I don't wanna turn anything off. No. Uh, I mean I'll do that if I really have to. Mm. But it won't be it'll just be, you know, for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to, you know, to to because that's what you need. Yeah. And and that's. But that's not a win-win. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is any part of being a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind? No. Okay. Uh, no, sorry. In the sense that I don't often think about the legacy. Okay. I want to leave behind. Okay. I'm not. I'm not in that. Why are that? I, I'm not. I definitely am constantly trying to teach my kids mm. ways of thinking, mm. not answers. Yes. Like, like my least interest is answers. Yeah. It, it's uh, how are you thinking about something? Yeah. And what's your heart behind it? Yes. Uh, and if those two things are in sync, the yeah. right answer so will come. come. Yeah. It's like it's like you know what tree are you connected to? Yes. If it's yeah. an apple tree. Yeah. The apples are going to yeah, grow yeah, out of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get right? that. Okay. Yeah. Is any part of being a maverick related to give back, give forward, pay it forward, however you want to call it? Um, not specifically maverickness, okay. just life in general. Okay. No. Mavericks tend to be risk takers. Mm -hmm. What's the biggest risk you've taken in business to date? Um, opening our first business after having not been in that industry for seven years. Okay. With 100% financing. Right. Uh, including working capital. Okay. Um, 
in a competitive market mm-hmm. with um, with a you know family of four, family okay. of six, okay. uh, or full on risk, like okay. like no backstop. Yeah. Um, in terms of what we did, in terms of opening. Um, Biggest, uh, well, and then, you know, leaving a quite successful business mm-hmm. to do something we've never done before, right. which is, um, which become a, which is to be a pastor chaplain yeah. to the business community, yeah. which is the work I did yeah. for seven years, uh, in a, in an environment where you raise funds. Yeah by having people donate to that ministry. Right. So we couldn't even do anything right. to make money. Yeah. Not that it was prohibitive. Yeah, yeah. But it's just that that's not how it works. Yeah. You actually ask people to support the work. Right. So that was like, that was like, it's like jumping off of the building. And, okay. You know, trusting, trusting there is a, trusting there is a parachute. <laughs> yeah, okay. And that it's going to work. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but but with their whole family on your back too. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's not just you. Yeah, that that makes complete well, well, sense. Well, and we moved. Right. Like from Gibson's to Vancouver, right. which was a completely different animal too. Okay, so yeah, so it's it's not even in a context, you know. Like coming into the city where we kind of knew very few people. Yeah. To do a business and professional ministry, among leaders. Right. That was the calling. Okay. Okay. So getting known in that, it was yeah. it was actually pretty ridiculous, actually. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, classic God thing. Yeah. Okay. How many ventures have you taken in the past five years? Business. Mm-hmm. Three. Okay. What would you consider are the characteristics of a successful venture? Success according to Tally G. Yep. Um, three things um, which drive any business venture we're doing in no particular order mm-hmm. um, because they're all equally important. If mm-hmm. I had three moths, I'd tell them to you at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, have fun. Mm-hmm. Make money. Mm-hmm. Change everything around you for good. That used to be change the world, but that's just too tacky of a phrase right now. No, um, it started that. that way. Yeah. So, so have fun means you're working in your gift. Yes. And it's and things are in sync. Yes. And you're enjoying being there generally. Yeah. Um, make money. You have to make money or show's over. Yeah. It's over. And uh, raising the bar mm. around you. Yeah. And everywhere. Yeah. So if we're doing, if you're doing all three. It's messy. Life is messy. Yeah. But if you're generally doing all three... It's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Of the three ventures that you said you've done, mm-hmm. how many were successful according to the definition you've just given me? Yeah, all three. Okay. What leads to successful execution of a venture? Well, 
stubbornly executing what the yeah. plan is. Allowing some adjustments to be made, yeah, but not a lot. Uh, now, not in software, yeah. You know where things could go way sideways, mm. where you go, hey, we started out making this, but turned out this is a multi-billion-dollar yeah. yeah. idea. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, I get. That. But in our business, you know, in the hospitality business, mm. I mean, we're not. Well, I guess we could have started off in coffee and gone into pizza. I guess, mm. but no. Okay. What did you do that made the ventures successful? Uh, I'm the visionary. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Have you ever had any ventures that were unsuccessful? Yep. Okay. When you've had ventures that were unsuccessful, what's the main thing that makes them fail? For me. We went to middling mm -hmm. with no middler. Okay, that makes sense. As a maverick, what are you afraid of, Terry? One of the things I'm afraid of is not knowing when to cut loss. Mm -hmm. That scares me. Okay. Haven't had to do that yeah. in the last 15 years. But I imagine that if I was in a bad situation, yeah. I'm not sure how that would turn out. Okay. Like, okay. I, might, I might run it right to the end. And, yeah. Okay. Um, probably not. Okay. But th that's something yes, I'm afraid that, no, of. No, yeah, no, that's... Uh, thank you for being uh, so yeah, honest. Yeah, um, and, um, and I'm afraid of missing it. Yeah. And like, like the world that I'm in, or the industry that I'm in, you know, we ride a wave. Yeah, yeah. It's a wave. Too far forward. Mm. You... Bail. You, you bail. Too far back. The wave moves on and mm. you don't. Yeah. Like it's, it's, there's nimbleness required. Yeah. And, and I vacillate once I'm on that wave between, well, this is where the analogy breaks down actually. I vacillate between staying ahead of the wave correctly mm. or following what other people are doing. Yeah. And, and, and it gets a little muddled there. Yeah. You know, someone's doing that, should we be doing that too? Versus, you know, we're leading, we, we switch back and forth. It's almost like a, like a, like a professional bike racing. Yeah. Where, where they, even the pros, out of courtesy, yeah, yeah. Switch who's going to be first. First, yeah. Right, because there's everyone rides the wind or whatever it's called behind them. Okay. Like the the first guy yeah, takes, takes the, the brunt of it. Yeah, and and you get to slipstream behind yeah. them. Yeah. And and I get you know, there is some fear in there. Okay. Into where that role is. Okay, that's really interesting. And of course, when it, whenever something gets into middling, yeah. 
then I have a fear of that too because I know that that's not a strength. I don't like managing anything. Yeah. I like creating. Yeah, that makes that's. Uh, like when I create, I sometimes forget to eat. Yeah. And for a fat guy, forgetting to eat, who's <laughs> seriously into food. Yeah. That means I'm super engaged. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that's 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 the richest time for me. Yeah, it's what um, Michaeli describes as being in the flow. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, when I'm in the flow. How important is team to you as a maverick? Uh, very important. Um, it's I thrive with people, working yeah. with people. Yeah. Um, I'm super extroverted, mm. and and I'm okay with different ideas, and and fighting things through. Yeah. Um, but team is like like team is super important. Okay. Do you draw upon other mavericks in any way? Yes. How? Uh, I meet with them, mm. spend time with them, um, uh, walk, talk, exactly. you know, share ideas, like, hey, what's going on with yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. interesting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. How and where yeah. did you get your permission to be a man? didn't it just happened okay. does being a maverick affect your approach to leadership it's an easy answer I'm just already worried about the follow up question to it um, I think you've maverick, given me some being, really does good being examples a maverick, is, does being a maverick affect your approach to leadership? Yes. Like you've given yes. me some really yes. good examples. Yes. yes. Like the one about, okay, so um, they've lost their card. Let's rip yeah. it up. So Here's what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's what we're going to do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it has an impact. Yeah. It totally speaks into leadership style yeah. and how things are you know, likely to work. Okay. What about creativity? Is being a maverick related to creativity? Yeah, totally. In some ways, they're the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of people are saying um, that they're the same, and and they're even. I mean, creatives already are open-ended. Yeah. And thinking outside the box and everything. So, the the attributes are similar. They're, they're kind okay. of they're kind of almost one. Okay. What about innovation? I mean, How does being a maverick relate to innovation then? Um, Again, similarly, I, I don't know. I guess you know, could think about this for ten minutes, but um, I think again, whatever I think a maverick is, mm -hmm. is creative, right, and is innovative. Okay. So it's just all connected. I almost see them as pieces of underneath maverick right okay almost like the foundation yeah yeah, yeah. okay like it's got to be these things okay if these that things aren't sense. in it how can you even call it a maverick thing okay it is how i'm yeah yeah no that makes it makes it makes sense especially with all the things that i've had going into here right. um are there any career decisions you regret as they relate to your potential as a maverick
No, I'm I'm happy with my career decisions. Okay. What what I'm not happy about um, is the speed of decision making. Um, it's it's fast, mm. but it could be even faster. Okay, so that's something you want to work. Yeah, on. bigger speed, bigger faster speed. Okay. Um, bigger risk. Okay. Okay. And 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 more letting go. Okay. Is there anyone who's a maverick that inspires you? Who's the f- who jumped into your head? Uh, yeah, I don't even want to use his name. I'm going to think of the next person. It doesn't matter who so, it is. Because it's so, it's such a, it's such a non-maverick answer. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. No. No. I know. But I don't even like the answer. Okay, I've got a rough because idea it who it might be. Yeah. I know, I've got a rough idea. Yeah, okay, who? Take a guess. Um, I thought Jobs. Of course. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, oh, don't you know, he's, 99% he's the, of people. Yeah, I know, but I didn't want to answer that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Um, but yes, naturally. Yeah. Um, uh, he's, except that I don't like his assholeness. Yeah. So that's the part I can't relate to. To yeah, and that's or I, I'd like to not relate. Yeah, to. yeah. Um, but yeah, he would be like, you know, subject number one. Well, trust me, right? If I was doing this a couple of years before, he'd been the first person on my list. Right. So, and right. if I could trunk dial him in heaven, yeah, or hell, wherever yeah. he's gone, yeah. I'd be picking up the phone. Yeah. Okay, so who else? You said you didn't want to say him, so I don't want yeah, to take that away from you. but he's so large that I'm not thinking of anyone right now. Um, oh yeah, from a distance, mm-hmm. I like, uh, from a really far distance, uh, Richard Branson. Okay. Um, I like that he's got a lot of things going, going on. And they seem to all be making sense. Okay, okay. Um, Who's someone in your life that makes all the difference? Well, I'm going to give you another classic answer here. But for me, um, Jesus. Okay. What do you have to suffer because you're a maverick? People, 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 not getting it. Yeah. And as a result, being dismissive. Yes. Yeah. Particularly if they're important people. Mm. Uh, Well, important people. Sorry, to me. Me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. Yeah. I think one of the best answers, or not the best answer, but one Mm. answer that stuck out was um, an interesting answer was anybody who's not a maverick. I have to suffer those people. Right, right. Well, that would be the. the, I just have to laugh out loud. Yeah. 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 What motivates you as a maverick? I mean, I get your. I get there's a religious link. I get there's a spiritual link. I get there's this desire to be like this in the world. It's a lifestyle. I think being a maverick is a lifestyle choice as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can, we can all we all know what the rules are. We can all go along and conform, but yeah. what motivates you? You know, to keep being this maverick person that you yeah. are. Um, yeah. 
I get excited when people get something. Okay. When they get it. Right. Like, like, um, like in coffee, coffee is like the gateway. Yeah. It's a gateway, it's, it's a little gateway drug to, not as a drug as in caffeine. Yeah, yeah. It does that too, but that's not what I mean. When I sit down with someone and I describe like a macchiato mm-hmm. and what that macchiato should taste like and why it's going to be good mm-hmm. and, and they get, and they start to see it, they start to see it, they taste it. Then as a result of our encounter, start to observe what's happening. Actually, you would have heard this in Chris's talk mm. at TED. When they start to see what's happening yeah. differently, what tends to happen is when they get it in that area, yeah. they start going, oh, this is in other areas too. Yeah. And they start seeing craft food. Yeah. They start getting into food. Yeah. And then they probably, you know, get into something else. Yeah. Like, like, I, I, like, like I've set people on tracks like that. Yeah. And then it just goes crazy. Yes. In everything. And, and, and you can usually, you know, if someone's into craft coffee, they're usually into journals. Right. And pens. And sometimes watches. Yeah. Ca- if they're into cameras. Yeah. They're usually into... Like it's and, and it's watching people get it, especially um, like I've watched family members, friends who are you know cactus club eaters, yeah. who by the way is a great chain. Yeah, I think it's does, an that, awesome chain that does great food. Yeah, but but oh my gosh, like that's what some of my friends that's all they've ever experienced. Yeah, they don't understand. That there's a whole other layer out there yes. of independent stores that are run by passionate craftsmen. Yeah. The kind of places where you walk in and you say, um, "You say, what should I have today?" Yes. First, first of all, even having the mindset. Yeah. To say to give yourself to the server. Yeah. Right. Be- and you would never do that in certain places. No, you because, wouldn't do that in the Cactus because Club. They're gonna, because they're yeah. going to sell you, I mean, the Cactus Club, you might, but they're going to sell you the special of the day because mm. it's got the highest margin and they have to sell that many yeah, or yeah. they have to get rid of it. As opposed to walking into a place where you know the person, first of all, loves being there, mm. believes in what they're doing, and it's like, uh, I'm medium hungry. Mm. I don't want to eat anything. I don't want to eat any seafood mm. today. Mm. And I'm medium hungry. Yeah. And you know the menu. Right. Tell me. Don't even tell me what you're bringing me. Yeah, just... Bring it. Yeah. Bring it, and then tell me what it yeah. is. Yeah. You're a foodie, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. No, so but, I'm, I'm, but I'm but I'm, a IE on about ten things. Yeah. Yeah, right? I get that. Yeah. I get and, that. And, and, of course, I like to see people get that. Yes. And so we continue... So I remember what your question yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, no, don't worry about question? the question. But the question is... The Olympus. question was, what motivates Oh, yes. So what motivates me is, again, not getting people into coffee. Yeah. But it's a gateway. It's yeah. a gateway drug to, first of all, opening up their minds. Yeah. And letting them see that there's things out there that are being done by people who are passionate. Yeah. And who are craftsmen. And once you grab that and, and, and own it, yeah. you'll start to see it everywhere. Do you know what? I've never heard it described like that, but now you're saying it, I have a thing about notebooks. 
Yeah. Okay. So, like at the moment, anything like I've got that. Yeah. Yeah. And I always have notebooks that I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm saving this to use. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I always have. Um, yeah. Yeah. You always get it. I just, and it's blank. And it yeah. doesn't matter. It's yeah. kind of like, I just yeah. collect these by yes. really random things. It's inspiring just to have them around. It's just, it just, it, well, this room, the whole room is about being inspired. But when I think about all the things that I collect, look. Yeah. Yeah, these are great. And um, you got this from uh, Yokoyaya. You've been to Yokoyaya? I, went, I bought it from a shop in um, Camden Market. Oh, okay. So, uh, and it doesn't matter where it comes from, so yeah. But Yokoyaya sells that stuff here okay. in Vancouver. Do you like being a maverick? Love it. Excellent. Right. Is being a maverick important and why? I'm going to step back from that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Being who you are and being that person mm -hmm. is really important. Okay. And being, you know, and hopefully that's a good thing. Yes. Uh, I happen to be, I think, a maverick, and that's important cool. that I am what I am. Excellent. And not that I'm not, that I'm pretending yeah. to be something else. Yeah. yeah. I'm totally yeah. with you on that. Now you've done this interview, mm -hmm. on a scale of one to ten... How maverick are you? Um, no, no, I'm not comparing you to anybody. I know, but you. how else am I going to answer that question? I mean, what? eight. Okay. Eight. So, so, yeah. so uh, eight. I live and breathe in that. So, Excellent. So it's probably higher, but I don't want to say higher. Okay. Because in that area, whatever, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I'll respect that. What advice would you give to somebody who feels they're a maverick, yeah? Yeah. And they want to be the best maverick they can possibly be. What would be your one bit of advice? Well, two. Okay. Just to be a maverick. Yeah, just to be a maverick. Um, keep taking risks. Yeah. Roll with the hunches. Yeah. And roll with them. And um, spend some time with some other Mavericks. Yeah, definitely. I can't even tell you what I've learned. contagiousness. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I can only imagine what you've learned. Yeah. What's your biggest ambition right now? that um, and for me it's spiritual That's okay. at the moment um, I need to It's not off the chart difference. I don't think they're yeah. off the chart. I yeah. actually think they're very connected. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to do something different in life, what would it be? 
teach. Okay. Where do you want to be when you're 80? Somewhere near the boys mm -hmm. with my wife mm -hmm. so I can watch their life both close and from a safe yeah. distance yeah. wherever they are. Yeah. I don't have a, an 80 destination actually. No. And it would be wherever they are. Okay. If you could have a superhero power, what would mm -hmm. it be? In my most mischievous state, it would be um, like um, those games, like Mario Brothers. Yeah. It'd be invincibility. Okay. And not invincibility because I don't want to die. Yeah. Invincibility, um, because there's a few things I'd like to do that require invincibility. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, now I want to know what they are. Yeah. What are they? Is that a question? No. Um, or just some things I'd like to fix when I see some things that aren't right. Okay. And they need to be fixed by somebody. Yeah. Uh, but I can't fix them because they involve, you know, it involve a Navy SEAL team. Okay. Um, okay. And I'm not a Navy SEAL team. Okay. But if I was invincible... Then you could do it. I could fix them. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. But that's like a, you know... Yeah. Oh. That's probably, not, that's probably not the most useful superpower, but actually, invincibility but would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think it yeah. is a pretty good superpower. Yeah. What do you do for fun? Um, cameras. Okay. Yeah, you said cameras and your food. Yeah, cameras, food. Okay. Final yeah. question. Yeah. What would you like to have been asked that I haven't asked you? I'm happy with what you've asked me. Okay. Thank you very much for letting me interview you.